Good morning and welcome to the Cone Zone. We're the Cones. This is our zone. I'm Grant. That's my dad, Lowell. Uh, before we begin, want to shout out a kid at the gym in Oakland with YMCA. He came up to me yesterday and said, Grant Cone. I turned around and he said, you don't know me, but I love the show with you and your dad. So he had really good taste. I forgot his name. He goes to USC. He went to Oakland Tech. Shout out, kid at the gym. Anyway. Hi, everybody. And shout out, kid at the gym. The, the name of the show today is a realistic look at Brock Purdy and the 49ers future. Uh, Brock Purdy is the hero right now. He's King Arthur. And um, really the fantasies and stories and myths and fairy tales about what he can accomplish get better by the day. So let's go there first. Well, actually, before we talk about the fairy tale of uh, Brock Purdy, let's talk about what Brandon Ayuk had to say about Brock Purdy. Because Brandon Ayuk is his teammate. He recently went on a podcast and said more in one minute than I've heard him say in three years with the 49ers. So let's listen to what he said. There he is. Go. Jimmy G gets hurt now. You got Brock Purdy coming from Iowa State who was the last pick of the draft. And you don't make these decisions. Baker Mayfield just gets released. And everybody, all the 49ers are claiming, are you comfortable All right. I think people couldn't hear him. Uh, we could hear him. Dad, t- what did you hear from Brandon Ayuk on that, yeah. on that clip? Uh, um, they asked him if Brandon was surprised with how Purdy played. Um, and he said, forget all that Mr. Irrelevant stuff. Just imagine the situation he was in. He didn't expect to play. He never gets first team reps. And he came in and he did a really great job. And in addition... On Monday, this was recorded, I think it was Monday, Yes. Um, he said that Purdy had come over to him and apologized for missing him a couple of times, and Ayuk was touched by that, but didn't feel that he needed to apologize to him. So what I got from Ayuk is he feels confident uh, going forward with Brock Purdy. Is that what you got, Iggy? Yeah, and just, he was so, like... It was kind of an innocuous question. Hey, should they bring in another quarterback? The other guy was like, don't, you don't have to answer this question. And Ike was like, no, let me go on for a minute and a half and say all the things I like about Brock Purdy. I've never heard him talk that way like about anything. Uh, certainly not about Jimmy Garoppolo, even not about Trey Lance. I mean, I, I never knew he had so much to say. And all of a sudden, he's like, this, 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 this. I'm really impressed. He came up to me. What a professional. What, what a prepared guy. I thought that was impressive. And I think it kind of leads into, you know, what can't this rookie accomplish? Is he the most prepared rookie of all time? So let's talk about it. The story, the fairy tale, the myth, the legend of Brock Purdy. Uh, how do you see it in your eyes? Well, what we're doing is we're dividing this topic in half. One yes. is there's already a mythology that's growing up around him, and we want to discuss that. And then the other is let's try to analyze the reality and what we can realistically expect from him. Yes. I'd like to start by saying that you've twice here and on another broadcast called him King Arthur. And I, unless you're familiar with that myth, it's one, it's one of the greatest myths going and certainly one of the greatest in English literature. King Arthur was just a kid. He was a nobody. And nobody expected him to be the king of England and head of the, of the round table. Would you call but, him Mr. Irrelevant? I love it. He was Mr. Irrelevant. Okay. So 
the myth was that there was this sword in 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 this lake, and if that anyone who could pull it out would be the next king of England, and all the great knights went and couldn't do it, and then this kid who was who was Mister Irrelevant just pulled it out because he was anointed by God or who or whoever, and he pulled out Excalibur. And that showed that he was the anointed and he would be the next Tom Brady, Joe Montana, but more because he would be the God's anointed king of England. So yeah. what, what Iggy is saying is this is kind of like the myth of King Arthur that all of a sudden this kid that – no and the other version of that myth is King David in the Bible mm. when they, they were fighting Samson – of the Philistines, the giant, and uh, no one could could compete with him. And then David, who was he was a Goliath. shepherd, Goliath, Goliath, Goliath. I, Goliath. I said Samson. I'm Goliath. sorry, Samson was a Jewish. You're right, Goliath. Goliath. And he got you know um, a slingshot, and yeah. he killed him. And then mm-hmm. he became the uh, I mean the anointed of God. So it's mm-hmm. the same story all over again in, in a different version. And now there's this Brock Purdy stuff, and I'm even susceptible to it myself. Because it feels like the story is that he pulled out Excalibur last week. He beat the he beat the freaking Dolphins, Mister Irrelevant. Tr- beat the Dolphins. He took down Goliath. He he pulled out Excalibur. He's the chosen one right now. That's sort of like the the world we're living in. Absolutely. And what I want to add, it's a nice world. It's fun. These. It's fun. Yeah. The, the the mythology that in a couple of days has grown up around Brock Purdy is fantastic. Yes. And I think the Niners season just became more interesting. Way because, more interesting. Way more interesting because yes. even if this kid doesn't turn out to be, uh, you know, King David um, or K- King Arthur, he certainly gave us a thrill. and. Yeah. He can do th- some things better than Jimmy and perhaps better than Trey Lance because we don't know about Trey Lance. But Iggy, I saw him um, run, sprint to the right yep. and throw on the run. He dodged he a couple well. blitzers. He dodged a couple blitzers that, J- that Jimmy would have sacked Jimmy. No question. No question. No question. Yes. And, this and then made not- the throw on the run that Jimmy couldn't make. Sorry. That's right. So yeah. he did two things. And I was looking at this and thinking – this is fantastic. What, yeah. and what new life uh, that that he's brought. And, you know, I felt his teammates responded better to him than they did to Trey Lance when he was on the field. I thought they bought into him. I mean, some of the guys with well, Trey Lance wouldn't even help him up. That's true. And what I was trying to show you with that clip with Brandon Ayuk is almost seems like they're more bought into Purdy than they were with Jimmy. Now, I know some of the vets are very bought into Jimmy, but – those are guys that have been with him for five years. Look at Ayuk. I've never heard him talk like that about Jimmy Garoppolo. All of a sudden, he's the, Br- Brock Purdy's biggest fan. He's giving stories about Brock. He just talked to me. It yeah. seems like people are really into Brock Purdy. I'm just saying. So what I want to say is, yeah, for 49ers fans, this is a fabulous story. Yeah. And if this kid can, 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 can continue and bring them deep into the playoffs or even into the Super Bowl— this is one of the greatest 49er seasons, would be one of the greatest 49er seasons ever. And that's part of the mythology. But Iggy is already giggling. No, no, no. There you undersold other- it. You undersold it. I mean, like, if he wins the Super Bowl, he'd be the first rookie ever to win a Super Bowl. He'd be the last pick in the draft. I mean, it would be the greatest story ever. I, yeah. I mean, it'd be, it would one up Tom Brady. Tom Brady was the second year guy who was the sixth round pick. And that's part of Bill Belichick's lore is that he won all these Super Bowls with a quarterback that no one thought was good. Well, Kyle could one up that this year with a rookie who was the last pick in the draft. I mean, he would, we'd have to call him a genius after that. In addition, let's not go to New England. It would one up Joe Montana. Bill. It would. Bill and would Joe, up because the, yep. Joe was a third round pick. And in his third year in the the league. In his third year in the league when he won the Super Bowl. That's right. It was his third year. And also, he had been the quarterback at Notre Dame. Right. Which is is different from Iowa State. Correct. Yes. So this would be, right, this might be the greatest story in the history of the NFL. We're dealing with King David and we're dealing with King Arthur and we're having a blast. And to tell you the truth, I'm on this kid's side. 
How could you not be on Brock Purdy's side? I mean, it, here's, here's the thing. If he were a first-round pick, it would be a whole different conversation. But he's he was the last pick in the draft. He, I mean, he's impossible not to pull for. Impossible. And, you know, Iggy, I watch on television the, the um, post-game uh, press conference. Yeah. To me, because I'm an old man, he looked like a teenager. Yeah. I'm he 34, looked- and he looked like a teenager to me. <laughs> He looked like the guy who you say, would you clean my cleats for me? They're getting a little muddy. I have to go out on the next series and play. Yes. He looked like 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 one of those kids. So you can understand why he was still available in the last pick of the draft. I mean, that's not a mystery. But when you watch him play, you can also see that he was a four-year starter in college, which is rare. He plays uh, – he doesn't play like a rookie. At least he didn't in this game. And you think, well, he's never played on a team this good with this defense and all these weapons. He made he might just be the f- the one rookie who could pull this off in the first in the history of the NFL. Very interesting. And I'm I'm rooting for him. Yeah, I'm rooting why for not? him because his story is so great. His story is so great. Now, right. Iggy, let's yes. also talk about reality. So let me, tr- if you don't mind, let me go first say, okay, we did the myth, and we're all pulling for this kid. I love him. Mm-hmm. Um, what's the reality? How good is he really? And I'm going to answer. Remember, Iggy, I was not in training camp, never saw him play. My answer is, I don't really know how good he is. He could really be King Arthur, or he could just be another rookie who had a good first game. Um, do you feel as um, ambitious? feel as as ambiguous as I do, or do you have more definite feelings? I don't think that it's a, it's a nice romantic fairy tale that the entire league didn't see it. The entire, including the 49ers. And and this guy could be so good at the, at the very end of the draft. I think quarterback scouting isn't that horrible. And the reason you have in Brock Purdy is a guy who's a little small and who doesn't have a strong arm. Like he has a, I think he has a weaker arm than Jimmy Garoppolo. So right there, that's a pretty limited skill set. And so he played pretty well against the Dolphins, but there was no tape on him. And um, now he's going to have to go against a much better defense this week. Like Todd Bowles and a, a Bucks defense has given up 15 points per game on the road. And there's tape. I think, I mean, the fairy tale could come crashing down this weekend. This weekend. So, I mean, how many times have you seen it from a rookie, uh, a backup quarterback who gets his first shot and plays surprisingly well and maybe keeps it going for two games, three games? But once the league gets a look at him and sees his strengths and weaknesses, by like the fourth start, I mean, all of those weaknesses are on display and all the okay. strengths that he showed earlier are gone. That's usually what happened to Nick Mullins. It happened to C.J. Beathard. It happens all the time. So I think that's probably the most likely scenario that happens to Brock Purdy is that he's a good backup and this is what happens to good backups when they play for an extended period of time. Are you saying that the myth will end against Tampa Bay? It very well could. Let me give it let me, let me say something what I saw well, hold from on. Miami before yeah. you go on. Yeah. I'm not agreeing with you. Fair enough. I'm saying I don't know. I'm and saying I don't know too. Okay. I'm saying I don't know too, but can I say what I saw? Yeah. It's not his fault, but the 49ers have no answer right now schematically for these blitzes. And it's how Jimmy Garoppolo got hurt. He got hit by a blitzer who was unblocked. Now, he tried to run away from the guy. He should have just went down. But all game, the Dolphins were throwing these blitzes at the Niners, and the Niners weren't picking him up. The difference between Purdy and Jimmy is in this game, Purdy dodged a couple blitzers. You saw him. The guy was unblocked, and he juked him and then made a throw on the run. Or there was that one play where he took a big shot, full frontal, and hit the throw to Kittle over the middle. That's not sustainable. That's no way to protect a quarterback. Teams are going to keep blitzing because Kyle doesn't have an answer for it. And it's only a matter of time before he doesn't dodge the guy or he takes the hit and completes the throw and doesn't get up. So he's going against Todd Bowles. That guy's really a good defensive uh, coordinator. He's a really good blitz guy. There's no way the Niners can prepare Brock Purdy for all the different possible blitzes Bowles is going to bring. I mean, what is this guy? Coordinators like him feast on rookie quarterbacks i'm just saying it could get ugly right now right i'm not, okay. I'm not picking the the, the the bucks to win but it's going to be a very low low scoring game and he's going to get hit a lot okay uh because i'm no longer a, a professional 
I'm saying I imagine a game in which he looks really good, uh, in which the blitz protection is a little better because they know what they're dealing with, and he beats the Bucks. That would be great. And, and what's more, I think it's possible. I'm not ruling it out. I think it's possible, and it's what I want to happen. So I'm, I'm almost being a fan, but not of the Niners, of, of Brock Purdy. Well, you're going back to the story. We love the story. We want the story yeah. to keep going. It's a great I'm story. I'm living with the story. We don't want the story to end this week, but that's the reality of football. And I think why people are going crazy on the story right now because it could end. And we don't, it's fun. It could end this week. The Dolphins had a terrible defense. They came into this game giving up 32.8 points on the road. They gave up 33 points. That's what they do. Now the Bucks are coming in. Their defense is really good. Now their offense is a freaking mess. They're terrible. So the Niners could win 10 to 9 or 13 to 12. But it's going to be a way bigger test this week for uh, Brock Purdy. And if he passes it, then maybe that story starts looking like the reality. Okay, I have a suggestion. Yes. Let's let's make a bet. Okay. What's the we bet? We haven't Hold on. We haven't made a bet all season. Yeah. Right? Yes. Okay. How about if we bet on quarterback rating? Okay. All right. Is um 95 a fair threshold? Sure. Absolutely. You think he's okay. going to be over 95 against Tampa? I'll take yeah. the under. Okay. okay. What do you want to bet? Hold on. I was going to set it at 80, but you want to put it at 95? Cool. That works for me. Okay. Um, we're going to bet a bottle of wine, but I'm coming back to that in a minute. If he is above 95, I win the bottle of wine. If he's below 95, you win it. 95 is a push. Love it. Sounds good. Is that fair? That's fair. Yeah. Okay. Um, Kermit Lynch, a, uh, hold on. Something happened on my computer here. I feel like you should have odds. I feel like this is so, this bet is so in my favor. Oh, it is. Okay. If you win this bet, I'm going to bet you, I'm going to get you the nicest bottle of wine I can find at Kermit Lynch. Okay. I'm getting you. Here's what I say. Yeah. Uh, uh, some sort of red burgundy, about a hundred bucks. I got you. I, I got you. Triple digits. Absolutely. Triple digits. Absolutely. Okay. Yeah. That's how much I believe in, in purd is the word. So I, I love it. N- above 95, I win the bottle. Below 95, you win the bottle. 95 is a push. Yes. I love you it. all heard that, right? Yeah. We're on record. I'm a, I can't forget. My dad can't forget. Brock Purdy, make me rich, baby. <laughs> SoCal 49ers says it's players like Ayuk that give Brock a shot. It is encouraging that the team seems so confident in him, at least. Double B Studio says, did you guys see Tom Brady audition last night? That was for Kyle to study on tape for this week. Love you both. Best dad-son duo. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, well, thank I think, you. I, go ahead. I love my kid. I love my kid. Doesn't it kind of occur to you that sort of next week is Brady's audition for the 49th? He's coming to Levi's. Jed's yeah. going to be there. I'm just saying. And, that would and, be a good time. Tom Brady's father is going to be there. Yeah, good point. Ern says Rodgers and Mahomes and Steve Young and Montana Lamar Jackson to combined equals Brock Purdy. <laughs> Brock has success. <laughs> but the comparisons I'm seeing are crazy. Um, Jesse Naylor on my channel compared him to Christian Ponder, which is actually fair. Christian Ponder was a first-round pick. He could move a little bit, didn't have a strong arm. Won a lot of games. Not a lot of games, but won some games for the, for the Vikings. Played for the Niners for a bit. Sean O'Leary says, question since we fans don't see the practices, how intense are the practices? Did QBing the practice team against the first string defense do much to prep him for NFL speed? I don't see the practices either. I see warm-ups, but after training camp, we don't watch. We never get to see scout team stuff, so I don't know. The players say the Niners have some of the more intense practices in the league. Their Thursday ones with pads are supposed to be pretty intense. I don't know. That's what they say. Drew Bear eighty nine says, "Don't forget, BP went to state twice with brand new high uh, went to state twice with brand new high school in sixth toughest region in the nation in Arizona. Didn't win, but lost to a powerhouse. Go Purdy, go Trey, go Niners. See that the myth of of uh, Purdy goes on. He was he's been great since college, high school. Apparently, Arizona legend Brock Corey Soto says more th- uh, bought in than Lance. Ayuk is Lance's best friend. Come on now, this is a pumpkin story. Everyone in the Niners universe is acting like." Pumpkin heads. Oh, man. 
It's okay. You can call me a pumpkin. Hey, it's the thing. I used to be a conehead. Now I'm a pumpkin head. I'm a pumpkin head. I'll take that. Juan says, Grant, we got to roll with Purdy, but uh, Tua missed a lot of throws. Other quarterbacks might not. That's for sure. He stunk. Purdy looked better than Tua. Yeah. And you think, you know, Purdy looks kind of small. His arm doesn't look that, that, that strong. What about Tua? I want to say another thing. You know, this was a very big game for both teams. Tua was not up to the moment. Nope. He did not rise to the occasion. He crumbled. Purdy rose to the moment. I agree. And he wasn't even expected to play. That's right. Uh, Hero That's why I'm going to win this bet. <laughs> Hero Winchester <laughs> says, Brock only wiggled the sword against the Dolphins. If he beats Tom Brady and the Bucks, then he is the king. Would he have won against KC? That's a good qu- See, that, that's that's a good point. I mean, Goliath is coming up now. I, although, frankly, you could say Miami's better than Tampa. But come on. As you said, Tua wasn't up to the moment. You know Brady will be up to the moment. You know he Yeah. Will. He was up to it last yeah. night. But when you just said Goliath is coming, Goliath got his ass kicked. His ass kicked. Brock Purdy time. Brock Purdy. <laughs> this is it. Josh Wyatt says, Purdy is a fun story, but can we talk about Lance? His recovery is the only story left for the season, and it would be a good one if he gets back. No, it's not the only story left because he's not playing. The story is the team on the field. There's no they other keep saying story he's not coming back. On, yeah, there's no story but the team on the field. Sorry, Josh. Shreddy Murphy Sorry, says, Josh. Kyle not off the hook yet. Broke quarterback one, brought back quarterback two with no sense to go down. Didn't invest in the offensive line. If we're in the playoffs with no quarterback, is Kyle's job at risk? You know Kyle's job isn't at risk. He's got like a no. lifetime contract with this team. But it is true. I mean, it, how many times can he use the injury excuse in, every year? Oh, I didn't have my quarterback this year. Uh-huh. Hey, Iggy, Iggy. Like last year. You know, yeah. Tennessee just got beat, and yeah. they fired the general manager, not the coach. They fired the general manager today. Wow. Yeah. Wow. I know they yeah. like Vrabel a lot, but. Well, well the general I mean, manager was the guy that was, uh, was responsible for sending A.J. Brown to the Philadelphia Eagles, and they're great now. So that was stupid. Yeah. yeah. That was really stupid. During our championship runs in this regime, we always need motivation. Debo running last season and being called pretenders in 2019. Now we have Purdy. That's what I'm saying, man. You have, have King Arthur. King Arthur! It's King, King Arthur! Arthur. <laughs> Making fun of how I talk. <laughs> how I talk. Irfan says, did you see different clips of Ayuk's? Did you see the different clips of Ayuk on that podcast? Yeah, I, I watched the whole 15-minute uh, thing with him. It was good. It was good. Uh, could Purdy be Kyle ideal quarterback? Unknown, accurate, fresh, composed, mobile, multiple. We'll do what he asks. I have no idea. We'll see. Is he good enough, though? I mean, people said this stuff about Bethard and Mullins. C. Turley said, Purdy is a fantastic story, but this Sunday, the defense will be the story. The defense will feast on that bad Bucks O-line, and Brady is quiet, is quietly quitting. Yeah, that's the. I, I, I'm not saying the Niners are going to lose, but uh, because the, the, the Bucks have no offensive line. They lost all their guys. Anyway, moving back on to the show. That we put together. Should the 49ers re-sign Jimmy Garoppolo next season? Bring him back. I don't think he's going to be that expensive, Dad. Probably get him on a bargain rate. What do you think? Okay. Here's what I think. Um, I think this is a perfect way to transition away from him. I don't think he should be involved in the team anymore. Uh, Enough with him. Mm -hmm. We know how limited he is. We know how injury prone he is. They've got... Trey Lance, who they have to invest in. They have to find out who he is. Yes. They can't, they can't do it this way. And they right. got Brock Purdy, and they can draft whoever they want, and maybe they can get Tom Brady. Uh, so I would say, no. I uh, Jimmy has no contract with them beyond this season. He gave them everything he had, and now you move away from him. This is business. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I agree. I mean— we could debate for hours about whether he's good or whether he's not and his limitations, but he's hurt again. He gets hurt frequently. And you could say it's bad luck, but it happens too much. And frankly, the way he got hurt in this game, the way he got hurt in Kansas City four years tearing his ACL, he you could say he's a gritty performer. You know, he's a competitor. He's fighting for those extra yards. Dude, why are you fighting for extra yards? I've never seen Tom Brady fight for an extra yard in my life. Know who you are. Protect yourself because protecting yourself is protecting the team. But he doesn't well enough. And so he's out. And then you're, we're talking about whether the third string quarterback is King Arthur. So I, I don't think you can go, you can do the Jimmy Garoppolo story anymore. He is good when he's healthy, but he doesn't know how to keep himself healthy. He doesn't, and he watched Tom Brady protect himself for four years in New England and he didn't get it. 
he still make has the same bad habits on the football. No, sorry. So we agree. Again, please don't call us haters. We're trying to do business here. We're talking business. I believe enough with Jimmy Garoppolo already and move away from him. But I do want to say <clears> one thing, and, and this is heartfelt, and I've never met Jimmy, but I've seen how he acts, how he comports himself, especially from the point of view of a journalist. Mm-hmm. And I want to say, although I've said I think it's time you move, you move on to another team, Jimmy, you are a terrific 49er. You played mm-hmm. your heart out. Uh, clearly, your teammates love you. And there's something to be said for a quarterback who's one of the guys, and Montana was. There's something to be said for that. And I I admire the way you act. I admire the way you had a smile with the media, even in very bad times, how you never ducked the media, how you were never rude to the media. And with a heartfelt feeling, I wish you all the best, and I wish that you have a career going forward. Agree. Absolutely. Because the Niners moved on from him two years ago. They're not committed to him. He should go to a team that's committed to him. Yep. So he, where he doesn't have to look over his shoulder or the guy he's working with doesn't have to look over his shoulder, all that. It's been a bad situation for two years. It's been toxic. Go find a, a better situation, Jimmy. Yeah, that's what yep. I feel. Z- what? I was going to say, did we talk about should they sign Tom that's Brady next. if he— that's next, okay. That's next. We'll answer a couple questions, and then we'll get to that. Zachary says, Purdy will be quarterback one next year, the starter. Watch Kyle latch onto him and prove you two were wrong to suggest Kyle can't develop a quarterback. Trey Lance was a mistake. This is another part of the uh, of the, the myth of, of Brock Purdy, is that all of a sudden, he's the franchise quarterback for this team. And forget Trey Lance. Isn't that a little... That's an interesting... I mean, it's been three and a half quarters for well, Brock. The other thing is, this this says that he really knows how to develop quarterbacks and he's going to prove it with Brock Purdy. What about Trey Lance? Did he prove it with Trey Lance? Oh, <laughs> how can you have those two disparate thoughts in one sentence? That's a good question, Zachary. You got to come, you got to do a little bit better than that, Zachary. Michael Duran says, Kyle gets too much criticism. I never heard anyone say fire Mariucci who never made it to a Super Bowl. Fans were upset when they fired Mooch. I wasn't. I'm not a fan. <laughs> And Mooch, what is this Mooch? Mooch. You know, I actually, this is another thing. Let me take a, a parenthetical moment. Yeah. I never call anyone I cover by a nickname. No. I never went up to Mariucci and said, Mooch, you got a second? I'm not familiar with him. I always said Or Don Steve. Nelson. That's not Nelly. Nelly. Oh, and I were around journalists who called Don Nelson Nelly and who called one in particular, a columnist, called Mariucci Mooch. It it actually makes me want to be sick. I was once on TV when I used to be on TV and one of the other panelists called Don Nelson Nelly and I stopped the broadcast that was live and said you can't call him Nelly. I like that. His name is Don. You know what, uh, what else is annoying to me is when people call a coach, uh, not people, journalists call a coach coach. Coach, that is not your coach. <laughs> You're a journalist. He's someone else's coach. Why are you? A, if if you played first base or wide receiver, you could call him coach. But what is that? I, that's so strange to me. Coach, come on. Coach, put, his put name. You, in you can use his name. Put me in, coach. <laughs> uh, Clayton says at LC Rodney Knox stories. My professor for sports management. Oh, Rodney Knox is at all the home games still. Hey, by the way, if you see Rodney, say Lowell says hello. I love Rodney Knox. Yeah, he's a really nice guy, gentlemen. Um, we worked together for many, many years. He he is the most decent person, and he's so intelligent. I always love to talk to him about football or anything else. And if you don't know who Rodney Knox is, he was the PR director for the 49ers in the 80s, right? Oh, yeah. He yeah. was a big deal and a great guy. And I still see him at every home game. He's there. SoCal 49ers says Tom Brady, career INT, 206, <laughs> Purdy, one. Tom Brady, Super Bowl losses, three. Purdy, zero. Tom Brady, win percentage, <laughs> 75. Purdy, 100. Feel inspired yet? That's true. That's true. Tom Brady also got divorced, lost his family. Tom, Brock Purdy hasn't. So I think he's got a lot of things going for him. Josh Wyatt says, Brock Purdy winning the Super Bowl will only be a good story because it's unlikely. So unlikely, in fact, that it would never happen in a million years. <laughs> I guess well, he didn't buy into the story. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's, there's, you got something. 
Got a good point there. C. Turley says, I appreciate the words you both had about Jimmy. Jimmy is an absolute consummate professional and a greedy guy. Agree. Absolutely. Uh, God Agreed. love him. Agree. I think what I get caught up in is arguing with his fans about how his merits, which is totally unrelated to uh, Jimmy Garoppolo. And Jimmy does have an interesting following because a lot of people early on in his career felt he was going to be the next great quarterback. And he's not. He's a good quarterback when healthy. But I think a lot of people are still have been arguing that's this point for like four years and can't let it go. And I just, I don't want to talk about it anymore. Well, I will say, Iggy, that um, when I said on Twitter uh, that they should move on from Jimmy, a lot of the Jimmy fans wrote in the most <laughs> insulting stuff to me. And they bring you into it. Oh, and yeah. not only am I a piece of crap, <laughs> but so are you. And yeah. I always block people like that. Who needs it? Uh, it, it, it's so stupid. But yeah, you're right. There is a, a certain portion of Jimmy fans that are not up to Jimmy because Jimmy's not like that. That's a really, that's a really good point. It's a really, and I don't understand how the, that that type of fan gravitates to him when he's so not like that. Uh, but again, I feel like there's a lot of people who said very loudly early in his career, "This guy's going to be great. He's going to be X, Y, Z." He didn't end up being any of those things, and it's a lot of people are saying, you know. Still want to make the argument. Oh, he's got injuries. Or, no, Trey Lance isn't good. Or Kyle holds him back. Like, no, jury's out. Let's move on and talk about Brock Purdy now. Edward says, Brock Purdy equals Trey Lance as far as word on scout team developed to... I'm I'm lost. As far as worked on scout team developed... Okay. Sorry, Edward. You got to not write in code next time. MPG says, I don't believe the Niners will ever give Lance a shot. Is there any chance they trade him? I think he could do well somewhere if he gets a good coach. They're going to give him a shot. They're going to give him they a invested, shot. They're going to give him a shot. You can't invest three first-round picks and then trade low to let him go somewhere else and become the guy that you thought he might be. I mean, that no. would be the most embarrassing thing of all time. They're going to give him a shot. Zachary uh, Kelway chimes back in and says, Jimmy is better than Trey, but playoff teams beat Jimmy. Don't waste money on Jimmy. I don't think well, anyone's going to feel. Spider-Man says, is, is signing Brady next year a must? I get that Lance needs reps, but this defense is generational and Super Bowl windows are tight. Can't go uh, to waste waiting for Lance to develop. Why don't well, we talk about gonna, it right now? We're going to talk, talk about that. Okay, now. Right now. Should the, 49ers you... sign, <laughs> should the 49ers sign Tom Brady next year, Dad? Absolutely. I mean, th- here's the deal. He's in Tampa, Florida. Kyle and John Lynch should get on their knees and crawl across the country to Tampa and hat in hand and say, please come and play in Santa Clara for us. That's how much uh, they should want him. They should be like, remember three years ago when you wanted to play for us and we said, no, thanks. Um, We're really, really sorry. Please accept our here is a flower arrangement. That we think you would really like. like <laughs> sincere. Our sincerest apologies. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. And here's the deal. Well, you say, if they sign Brady, let's say for a year or two, okay? Well, that'll further uh, uh, put Trey Lance back, and it might put Brock Purdy back. And if we ha- if they keep Jimmy, which they, I don't think they will, it'll put Jimmy back. And my say, feeling is, who the hell cares? They have a very small window. This team, parts of it are getting older. Um, Their window is now. Mm -hmm. If they had Tom Brady now, they would be favored to win the Super Bowl and would win it. They would win the Super Bowl with Tom Brady. (laughs) So they would. It's that simple. Yeah, right. They should have figured this out three years ago. I mean, it was like a two plus two equals four equation, and they were like, "Mm, nah. Nah, You have a calculator? You got a calculator? I can't. I don't know. Two plus two? Yeah, no. (laughs) No, so if they can get Tom Brady, crawl across the country on your knees and bring him some C's chocolates. Absolutely. Say what you got to say. And I think it... I think it could work. It's not like Tampa's a great team. I think he probably wants to leave there. Uh, he's not married anymore. There's no one telling him he's not allowed to play football. He probably could play as as, lo- as long as his heart desires. And on this team, I mean, I know the Niners get their quarterbacks hurt, but I've seen Tom Brady play for 20 years. He really knows how to protect himself. So I think he, that would be the best thing about Tom Brady. You'd have a quarterback who's healthy for the first and time. I'll, and I'll tell you something else. How yeah. about the, fir- the first day he walks into that locker room? 
Oh my god! <laughs> yeah. Can yeah. you imagine the respect? Do you think Yuschek would be missing Jimmy when Tom Brady walks in? He'd be kissing his ring. He'd be kissing his ring. Kissing his I mean, ring. I kissing mean, his uh, rings. Because, uh, it, frankly, Yuschek was kissing uh, Garoppolo's rings when he came from New England, and he was just wearing the rings that he got when he was a backup. The Niners were so impressed by Jimmy Garoppolo's New England pedigree. All right, well, here's the real deal. Yeah. So, I mean, everybody is going to be so impressed. And talk about leadership. Everybody will follow him. Now, the only issue, and Kyle. this is you, Kyle, Kyle. Uh, explain why Kyle's an issue, Iggy. <laughs> Kyle micromanages quarterbacks more than any coach in the league. Quarterbacks in this team aren't allowed to audible. Uh, he'll give him two plays in the, in the huddle and he can go with one or the other. But if, if he sees something and is like, no, actually, I want to not allowed to do that. No freedom at the line. So he would have to change that for Tom Brady. Also, fr- fr- uh, frequently, he will tell a quarterback where he wants to go with the cert- or where the ball needs to go. Can't do that with Tom Brady. So he would have to actually, like, leave Brady alone. Another guy, you know, a very good coach is Bruce Arians. They want a su- Bruce Arians and Tom Brady won a Super Bowl. But Bruce Arians had input. He would, like, veto Tom Brady stuff. Brady essentially got him fired. And now look at their offense. So, hey, it- it's Brady, too. It's a little bit of a power struggle, but they're going to have to work together because Brady can get a little bit too much power as well. Well, here's the thing. If if I were running the 49ers, I'd take the risk of Brady getting too much power because where are the 49ers? They've never won a Super Bowl with this bunch. No. And it's clear, let's be real clear, Kyle would have to dial down his ego a little bit. And essentially— a little bit, and essentially from eleven sh- to like three, <laughs> and they'd have to let uh, Brady sort of be the offensive coordinator on the field. Yeah, quarterbacks used to be like that. Jim yeah. Plunkett was like that, and yeah. I think that Kyle is the one who would need to adjust for a season or two, get his Super Bowl ring, and swallow hard. What do you think, Iggy? I think there's a, a part of the locker room too that. I think why they like Jimmy is because it's not about Jimmy. Everyone knows Jimmy's cool, but it's not he's not the best player in the team. So the Niners are good, everyone else gets famous. Nick Bosa, Trent Williams, George Kittle. When when Trey Lance became the quarterback, every question was, "So George, what do you think of Trey Lance today?" Like I think they don't really appreciate that. And if if Tom Brady comes, every single question is going to be about Tom. Hey, what what is your first impression? What's your second impression? What's your third impression of Tom Brady? And I think the players would be like, man, I'm famous. I think they like that about Jimmy. Jimmy's like, I'm just, I just smile. I just smile and play mediocre football, you know? So I don't know. I think some of these guys have some big egos. It would be very interesting to see if it would work. But I think once they start winning, it would probably work. You know, if these guys with with their pipsqueak egos can't handle handle Tom Brady in, in the locker room, they don't deserve to be on the team with Tom Brady. But don't you know who Juice is, Dad? His name is Juice, and he went to Harvard, and he gets yeah. about one catch a game. He's very important. I'm sure he is a very important, a very. I'm sure he's a very nice man, and it's Harvard. Rah rah. rah. He went to Harvard. Oomba. He went to Harvard. Uh, but Tom Brady trumps Harvard. <laughs> In this case, Michigan, Michigan, and Michigas trumps Harvard. You know, it'd be funny um, if he came next year. His quarterback coach would be Brian Greasy. They're in, the same t- they're in the same team at Michigan. They played together in college. Greasy was a starter, so that'd be pretty funny. Hey, yeah. Brian, I, I like. I'm kind of in the mood for Diet Coke today. I like Diet Coke. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Michael Durant says, "I'm paying by the letter here." Mooch fits. <laughs> Okay, fine. Fine. Uh, EF Borgamini says, Super Bowl win or bust with current roster window will eventually close. Who gives them the best chance to win while mitigating injury risk behind a leaky offensive line? Tom Brady. Yeah. And I love the word mitigating. I love it. Mitigating. Mitigating. Dave's Auto Glass says, Niners should not re-sign Jimmy. Focus on Brock, Lance, and Tom Brady. Yeah, they should focus on developing Tom Brady. I think they could do a good job with them. Robert says, Grant, you think Cam Newton would be a slight upgrade? I did say oh. that earlier this year. But at this point, it's December. What is he up to, man? A lot of these guys who haven't been playing. Another thing I want to point out. 
So he hasn't played in a while. Kaepernick hasn't played in five years. A lot of people bring up Kaepernick. What about Kaepernick? He's 35. Um, did you see Deshaun Watson this week? No. You didn't see Deshaun? Okay, so Deshaun Watson hasn't played in about a year and a half. He came back. He was awful. He was freaking horrendous. Now, maybe in a while he'll get it back, but if you expect Colin Kaepernick to come off the uh, couch for five years and, and lead the Niners to the Super Bowl, it's not going to happen. Go look at Deshaun Watson this week or anyone else who hasn't played in a while. Probably need someone who's been playing recently. I want to tell you some names I hear, okay? Kaepernick is out of the question because he doesn't play football anymore. But Mayfield, uh, Cam Newton, uh, the guy in Indianapolis, Matt Ryan, Matt Ryan. you know. You those are him. all – oh, they're the, the three I just named are all losers. They're losers. losers. And you don't want a loser on your team. They're losers. Mayfield's a loser, right? Oh! Oh! And, and here's the thing. When you were chatting yesterday – uh, I guess it was with Larry. He was talking about commercials. The point is uh, quarterbacks who do commercials are often more committed to their commercials and right. their persona than right. they are to be functioning quarterbacks. And right. that's what I believe happened with Mayfield. He was more interested in being a pretty boy uh, living in, in the, the stadium and doing those commercials than he was in developing himself as a quarterback. And look what happened. Right. No, you don't want him. He's a loser. Right, and he has the wrong priorities. Right, the priority is I'm trying to cross over. Right. I'm trying to cross over. I'm so good at football that now I'm going to take my personality that's so great over to yeah. Hollywood and be a crossover right. star. No, nah, man, you're not even a good quarterback. No. And so it's easy to really dislike someone like that. And Cam Newton, he's failed so many times, and he, he, has a, he thinks he's better than he is. No, I, wouldn't, uh, I would hope that the Niners wouldn't go anywhere near Cam Newton. I, they signed Josh Johnson. I think that's the move they, they're going to make. And you know, Josh Johnson's you know a great what? guy. Yeah, God Josh loves Johnson's him. Josh Johnson's a great guy. Yeah, he's uh, he's from Oakland. He's always ready. Come yes. on, I, I like him better than the three losers I just mentioned. Yeah, Josh Johnson's cool. He's from Oakland. Oakland's not that big of a town, so er, people from here know a guy who knows a guy who knows Josh Johnson. Yeah, and it's it's like everyone likes him. It's not like in Wisconsin where you go and you're like, hey, Uber driver, have you met Aaron Rodgers? And what do you think? <laughs> oh yeah, everyone knows Aaron Rodgers. He's the worst. It's like, oh, <laughs> yeah, it's a guy. Yeah, it's Aaron. Senior says, I have a feeling Trey will be traded for Zach Wilson to make it seem like they got a number two pick. This way they can move off Trey Lance and Robert Sala gets to move off Zach Wilson. Uh, Zach Wilson's stock is very low right now. He's like Baker Mayfield. I mean, the Jets freaking hate him, apparently. So I don't know about that. You don't, you don't follow them. But he had a winning well, record. I, he lost. I mean, they, he's inactive now. I mean, they basically kicked him off their team. And here's the point. Yeah, Sala is the most supportive coach. If he pulls the rug out from under you, you you must be a dick. You must be. And I think that I mean this was the the word on Zach Wilson coming into the league is that he's a he's a dick. Sorry, Zach Zachary Kelway says Lance has bad footwork, struggles to accurately throw a slant. Screens in the flats are off mark. Holds the ball too long. Releases unnatural and slow. Don't blame Kyle Lynch's big biggest mistake. Here's what's interesting. Another thing about uh, Jimmy Garoppolo fans, they think that Jimmy Garoppolo is great. So they think the things that he does are the things you have to be able to do. Throw screens, throw slants, have a quick release, be accurate in the short passes. Well, Trey's the opposite style of quarterback. And I think the fact that the Niners want that is very upsetting to fans of Jimmy Garoppolo. So they say, well, he can't play. He can't do what Jimmy does. Okay. Well, Jimmy can't do what Trey does. And the Niners want what Trey does. So who cares? Zachary. Yeah, they had, they had already walked away from Jimmy. Yeah, they don't want Jimmy's skill set. So they if, don't if want Trey Jimmy. can't, no, they want the things that Trey does. So you have to judge him on his own merits. Uh, Flave says, with this defense, Niners just need someone who can manage a game and is clutch at the end of games. Brady fits. Trey hasn't ever led a game-winning drive though, so not sure how that works. Hi, Dad. Boy, that is hi, hi, Flave. Look. Let's not talk about Trey. The poor guy got hurt. Not his fault. And he hasn't had a good sample size. Not his fault. No. I don't know a thing about him. Yeah, can we give a guy 25 starts before we say something definitive? Because Jimmy's yeah. gotten 60. Uh, Drew Bear 89 says, Tur turned Tom Brady down twice, including draft. Third time the charm. That's true. <laughs> That's true. Thank you, Flav. That's why Jimmy got to go. Well, now they're talking to each other through me. 
Gavin says, Kyle never prioritized finding a franchise quarterback. That needed to be priority from day one. No matter how good the team is, you won't beat the elite quarterbacks in the playoffs. Just good enough for Kyle to stay. That's how Bill Walsh felt. That's why when he had uh, Joe, he brought in uh, Steve and made Steve sit for several years, which drove Steve crazy. But he had two Hall of Fame quarterbacks on the team at the same time because he knew that you had to have that. He had one uh, Andy. Net, he, I'm sorry. sorry. Andy Reid had Alex Smith in Kansas City. They were winning a lot of games, going to the playoffs, not quite getting it done. He brought in Patrick Mahomes. Yeah. I mean, he had Donovan McNabb in Philly, and they were winning a lot of games, and he brought in Michael Vick. I mean, he was always looking for the next guy that you could potentially win with. And Kyle's like looking for King David, you know, the guy who defies all odds. And maybe he will. And we thought good things about Nick Mullins for a while, but it just didn't happen. He just ended up being a backup. So. I'll tell you something interesting about Donovan McNabb because you brought up yeah. his name. Yeah. You know, from time to time, Bill Walsh would talk to me about quarterbacks. He didn't like Donovan McNabb. And he, he, this is a paraphrase, but it's very close. He said, Lowell, he's a different quarterback on every throw. He said his motion is not consistent. He doesn't consistently uh, um, reach his, his targets. He mm-hmm. said, I can't have a quarterback. I need to believe that my quarterback has the same throwing motion uh, reads his targets correctly, reaches them, uh, and Donovan McNabb couldn't do it for me. I don't want him. Interesting. Yeah, I mean, he, he, his the quarterback he discovered at that time was Jeff Garcia. And really, if you go back and re- remember, there were times where Jeff Garcia and Donovan McNabb were like right here. Donovan McNabb was really good. Uh, I can understand what Bill Walsh was saying, but you got to give credit to a coach like Andy Reid for getting that much out of him. And we went to so many NFC Championship games. Just saying. And you know... Uh, Bill really did like Jeff Garcia, and he was not the coach. Mari- Mariucci was the coach. Mariucci didn't want him. And uh, the way I understood it, Bill really said, you you want this guy. We're going to get this guy. They were going to cut Mari- him. And then, but Mariucci then understood what Bill saw. Yeah. yeah. Edward Irving says, uh, he, so he he was talking in code earlier. Now he's deciphering it. Brock Purdy equals Trey Lance as far as scout team development. Both will be okay. Also, versus Miami, Niners D made Tua look bad. A lot of high passes due to excellent linebacker drop depth depth plus D-line rush. Agree. It wasn't just Tua stinking up the joint. The Niners freaked him out. Uh, Steve, Steve-O Supremo says, go get Brady. The kid who barely played in any F- FCS and no one knew about until three months before the draft can wait. You know, one thing about Trey Lance, he's 22. I mean, he's still younger than a lot of the quarterbacks that'll be in the draft this year. So, yeah, he frankly can wait. Yeah. Noah Wood says, if Kyle was asked if he'd open up the playbook for Brock Purdy and stop with the vanilla play calling, we'd probably not get a real answer. But, um, I think he said <laughs> yesterday that he, he feels that what he likes about Purdy is how aggressive he is going down the field. So maybe we'll see more of that. Jeremy says, if SF brings TB, does that mean TB brings in his own lineman? If he knows what's good for him. I don't know. Maybe he has an opinion about 69 at right tackle. But um. Well, you know, uh, clearly, if they're serious, they're going to negotiate the offensive line. That'll be part of the negotiation. Of course. I mean, absolutely. That's some, I mean, they don't only talk about money. They talk about, I want to stay alive. Let's go over these five guys. Yeah, absolutely. And not just personnel, but scheme too. I mean, Tom Brady yeah. would have input on everything. Yeah. yeah. All right, so... The Niners now have a, an opportunity to be the first team ever to win a Super Bowl with a rookie quarterback. Uh, this is quite a test for Kyle Shanahan, but in a good way, because no one's expecting him to be the first person to ever pull off the impossible. He could do it, and if he does, he would be cemented as a freaking legend. Um, what do you think about the position he's in? I think he's in a great position. I think Kyle Shanahan should rise to this challenge. And he should understand that it's a no-lose. If it turns out that Brock Purdy can't be King David, well, he was he was the last person taken in the draft. You didn't take was, him in the first in the first round. I mean, you're not right. invested. Yeah. And so you did the best you could. But if the kid really has enough talent with everything around him, this can only make Kyle look like really I'm good and I did it. With this kid, this would be the biggest, most important thing in Kyle's resume, and it'll be a test of him as a coach. What can he do 
with this kid who no one believed in and even he in a way didn't believe in. So this is the biggest test of his career, but also the biggest opportunity. And he should be a very happy man today. Yeah, absolutely, because it seemed like there was a lot of pressure on him with Jimmy Garoppolo. You know, like everyone's saying, even his fans, you better win the freaking Super Bowl, man. Uh, Super Bowl or bust. Now with Garoppolo out, I don't think fans, I, I feel that way. But I don't think fans feel that way anymore. It's like, hey, what's, what can you really expect with a third-string rookie quarterback? It's never been done before. So if they don't do it this year, you can't really hold it against them. And if they do pull it off, then, then, you, then he gets a lifetime contract. Yeah. 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 So it's a great opportunity, but it's also his chance to show how brilliant he is and what a leader he is. Cuz I don't know I don't know how brilliant he is or what kind of a leader he is, but I think we're going to learn a lot now. And I want to say something else. I give him great credit for what he did against Miami. You know, a lot of people, a lot of us were saying how great Mike McDaniel is. He made him look like a rookie coach. He 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 made him look sick. And at the end, I felt, you know, at the end of The Wizard of Oz, I'm melting, I'm melting, and, and the bad witch of the West begins to, to melt and fade away. I felt Mike McDaniel on the sideline was melting. He was melting. That's what I thought when I was looking at him. I thought he Tua ended was the game too. about two foot three. Yeah, I thought Tua was too. But between the two of them, you could have put him in your pocket. <laughs> yeah. All right, so what's funny is we're talking about the real test for Kyle Shanahan here, and the test is, like, you know, do something historic. Win the Super Bowl with third-string quarterback. And that would be cool, but let's be honest. That's, that's the fairy tale test. Let's talk about the reality test. Yeah. For Kyle, with his back track record, the real test for him is keep Brock Purdy healthy. Can you do it for two months? Can you keep him healthy? Because, frankly, your track record is awful, and if this guy gets hurt, then this, this season really, 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 really is over. So, I mean, last week, he kept himself healthy. The Niners had no schematic answers to these blitzes. And if Kyle doesn't figure it out, he's going to keep getting them, and the next quarterback's going to get hurt. So, that's the test for Kyle. Keep your quarterback healthy, bud. I love it. I mean, let's not mess around. So, this is, yeah, this is it. And there are ways to keep him healthy. Uh, first of all, move the pocket. Uh-huh. And also, quick release. Also, you gotta have answers for these blitzes. It's you know, Bill was obsessed with hot routes and stuff. There's gotta be answers. The answer isn't, "Hey man, dodge him, <laughs> run around a while." That's that's not the answer. And what we saw was anytime they, the the Dolphins were able to get free rushers off blitzes, and they were able to take away the hot routes. So, dude, your offense is being scouted. Help your quarterback out. Because you could, I mean, Jimmy could argue that you're the reason he got hurt, even though Jimmy tried, he should have just went down. But still, you didn't have any answers in this game. Gone down, should have gone down. You were an English major. English. It's true. So, because here's the thing. If if Purdy gets hurt and they go through three quarterbacks in one year, people are going to start to look at Kyle like, hey, man, why why are you, what is is going on? Why are you the one coach who can't figure out how to, protect a quarterback all the rules are there to protect the, you can't touch them in the knee you can't touch them in the head you can't do, but you what is that so there's the pressure of kyle man keep him upright no no the answer to that is it's not kyle's fault he has bad luck his, his bad luck his he has bad luck it's football <laughs> it's football tom bet kyle in the super bowl tom beat kyle in the super bowl uh his kyle enemy okay all right it doesn't work Here, like that doesn't work like that it's business it's business uh jeremy says if what hold on help me out here read it out if loud. off season if does if does season doesn't favor sf should york reevaluate kyle shanahan what is he trying to what, what it's a typo what did he mean to say i don't know I'm, i don't I'm know smart. should york reevaluate kyle shanahan i don't think they're york, gonna be reevaluating him i think york should reevaluate himself that's a good one. Edward says, no rookie won Super Bowl true, but no rookie played with a team like this either. Closest was Big Ben, and he got to AFC Championship game. Okay. All right. There you go. All right. We've talked about it a little bit, but the Niners got the Tampa Bay Buccaneers this week. The Bucs are traveling across the country on a short week, and what are they, 6-6? Six and six? They're not that six, great. 6-6 six and six and in first place in their crummy division. 
first place in their crummy division. They got that quarterback named Tom on their team. You tweeted last night you expect the Niners to handle this team. Explain. Okay. I don't think, uh, in spite of the fact that they have Tom, Tom. I don't think that they're scoring a lot of points against they're this not. defense. I don't think they are. Mm-mm. And um, I didn't think Tampa Bay's defense was that I, I, I. It was that terrific. And I think with all the brilliant plays that Kyle's going to put in, <laughs> uh, maximizing King David's potential, Brock Birdie's potential, and let's face it, all the weapons that Brock Birdie has, I think <laughs> the true. Niners are going to beat them. And I'm not even going to say close. I think they're going to handle them easily. That's what I think. Wow. And I bet well, you want it, but I already bet you a stupid bet already. So, well, I, I agree with you that the Niners' defense is going to be great. Uh, the Bucks have a ton of problems. They have a lot of injuries in their offensive line. I think the Niners are going to do to Brady what they did to two a lot. Um, he's going to be freaked out. He's going to be going down a lot. He's going to be getting sacked a lot. And they won't score many points. But you said that the Bucks' defense didn't look that great. They gave up 16 points, so that's decent. They're giving up 15 points per game on the road, and the Niners have had issues scoring points too. So to me, this is looking like a low-scoring game. Rookie who wins. In his, who wins? Probably the 49ers at home. I think so. Yeah. Probably, but it could be like 15 to 13 or something like that. So I still think I'm going to win this bet with you, but I'm not picking against the Niners this week. Bucks have a lot of problems. And the Niners' defense is legit. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. boy. It's legit. Yeah. Um, all I know is uh, the, the uh, Tampa, they had a lot of trouble with New Orleans last night. And that's a, a, a Fishtunkin' a team, the Saints. <laughs> They had a lot of trouble with that for Stoke and a team. Yeah, it's true. I mean, they had scored. They needed Superman to come in and and on the last two drives to get the win. But the the thing is, they have Superman, Dad. And I'm saying, (laughs) if this game is 12 to 12 at the end of the fourth quarter, you got Brock Purdy against Tom Brady. Just, I I don't know. I mean, this is very interesting. You can't just be like, oh, yeah, not. You can. I love you, Dad. You can say, oh, yeah, Niners are going to take care of the Bucs. No problem. Okay, we got a rookie making his first career start against a great defensive coordinator who ju- who ju- has tape from last week of how to blitz the 49ers and get free shots on the quarterback. I don't know if Kyle's going to fix that in a week. Maybe he will. I don't know, man. Uh, this is very interesting. And if, if the Niners breeze past Tom Brady with their third string backup, third string quarterback, then the story then the story's real. But I, I think I'm leaning towards the reality happening this week. That he's okay. gonna. This is gonna be the reality slapping Brock Purdy in the face. He's gonna be healthy. He's gonna make it. But this is gonna be tough. This is gonna be a tough week for Brock. But you still say the Niners win. Yeah, I think they'll. You know, sixteen, fourteen, something like that. Okay, seventeen, sixteen. Right. Yeah. Here's another point I'd like to bring up. Uh-huh. There aren't that many games left. Uh. Uh-uh. I feel because I looked at their schedule before you and I went on today. Uh huh. I, I believe the Niners can win. Every single game they have coming up. Now, look, that doesn't mean they will. I'm not betting on it. I'm not predicting because football is a very iffy sport. But, yeah. Iggy, the teams that they're playing, now, some of those teams could beat the Niners too. Like Seattle might be able to beat the Niners up in Seattle. Sure. sure. But I say the Niners have a good chance to win every single game on their schedule. I agree. I think. Game. The only teams that I would feel like, I don't know if the Niners can beat this team, are teams that have legitimately great offenses with fully healthy offensive lines. And how many teams could you could say that about? Like Kansas City, Buffalo, and Philly? Maybe Dallas. I think there are three or four teams in the league where if they played the Niners, you'd be like, I don't know. I mean, they'll probably end up scoring 20-plus points. Can the Niners keep up? But most teams are like, man, you're not going to score more than 15 points against the 49ers. Get the hell out of here. Yeah. Maybe you'll score 17. And this is another team like Tampa. Like, even though you have Tom Brady, you're not going to score more than 14 against the 49ers. So w- what are your chances of winning? Probably low. <clears throat> Probably low. But if they're facing Buffalo, I'm not thinking like, oh, the Niners are definitely holding them to 20, you know, to, to 19 yeah. points. I wouldn't say that. But they're not that. facing Buffalo. I'm only they're talking not. about the, the schedule <laughs> as it's written down. No, I'm with as you. It. I totally agree. I think they could, yeah. they, could, they could run the table with Brock Purdy and lose in the first yeah. round of the playoffs. Yeah. They could. Yes. Dad, are they going to win the Super Bowl, Dad? Uh, It's too early to talk because I need to know if he's King Arthur. It's true. That's true. He's wiggling Excalibur. He wiggled it. No, he can't wiggle. To wiggle it means you you, you You moved it. 
You moved it. You, you moved can't it. Move it, it. So there's no there's no wiggling. You either it have moved. it or you don't. No, that's true. You it's can't true. wiggle. Like, that's true. He looked at it though. He's he's approaching. He's approaching. He's approaching. He's got he's, he's got his hand his out. You know that's he's right. got his. But there's no wiggling. No wiggle. All right, we, we'll take the final the final uh, comments and then we will get out of here. Um, or Edward, we got you, Edward. Curry Cloud says, "Who does Papa Co- Cone want at quarterback next season?" Tom Brady. <laughs> Tom Brady. Tom Brady. Jeremy McGowan says, "If this season typo, sorry fellas, all the Niners should do is keep Tom Brady off the field." Oh, what, what did you say again? Jeremy McGowan going back. If this season doesn't favor uh, SF, should York reevaluate Kyle Shanahan? I think he's off the high, the hot seat. If he was he's ever on the, it, yeah. he's off the hot seat. It's cool. The seat is cool. <laughs> the show is over. Thanks for watching. Ah, it I was really a good enjoyed one. Enjoyed it. It was a good one. One of our best. You know why? Because yeah. the audio was terrific. <laughs> I got these ear, these ear things. Double B Studio says you guys bring out the best of, of each other. I think uh, so. You don't know me. Maybe I have uh, off camera. I might be better than this. <laughs> He's not. This is it. This is the best of my dad right here. <laughs> it's true. It's true. You're right. <laughs> Thank you very much for watching, everybody. Um, we'll be back next week. Same time, same place. Love See you, ya. Love you too, Dad. Call you right now. Okay. <laughs>